So are you an entrepreneur? Were you born an entrepreneur? And can you train or teach yourself how to become an entrepreneur if the answer is no to the first two questions or one of the questions? Can you train yourself to be an entrepreneur? So these are really interesting questions I get all the time by people who are, I would say, wannabe entrepreneurs. So they want to be, they're enticed, they're intrigued, they're fascinated, they watch Shark Tank and Dragon's Den, and they, they, they have an inventive side, they have a curious side to them, they, they want to explore, they want to, you know, invent things, they want to they experience the beautiful, wonderful, exciting side of entrepreneurship, and I don't blame them because I get that totally. Or... I get the question from people who are seasoned entrepreneurs and are through their fifth or sixth or seventh or, you know, whatever venture and saying, you know, getting to the point of their life going, oh, I'm exhausted or tired. And how many more times can I do this? Is this really me? Is this really me after all? Maybe I should go back to work. Maybe I need to readjust my plans. So this is really dedicated to, are you an entrepreneur? in your blood? Is it in your DNA? Well, that right off the top, I'll answer. And that is, what was your upbringing like? Were you like sitting around a dinner table when you're under the age of 10 talking? What were you guys all talking about? Or were you not talking? Or were you even at a dinner table? Some people grew up in front of the TV and didn't have a dinner table. So a lot of the answers to the question, are you an entrepreneur? have to do with your your makeup, your experience from zero to 10, because that is when you were the most influenced, influenced by the world around you. So what did you think about entrepreneurs? What did you even know about? You maybe didn't even know what the word was. So what did you think of an employee? Did you think you were going to be an employee all your life? Did your mom and dad, what did your mother and father do? What did your significant upbringing influencers do so it doesn't doesn't have to be mom and dad it can be any number of things but who of the grown-ups including teachers babysitters and siblings although I won't get into that too much today it's more adults what did they do and what did you how did you view them I viewed the entrepreneur as exciting, um, always changing, on the cutting edge of the next trend, a visionary. And I viewed the employee as humdrum, boring, kind of doing a job that wasn't very exciting. So which way do you think I went, right? I actually had two choices, one road or the other road. One offered stability in terms of pay, uh, back then, we had, once you got to a an employee status, you were pretty much, well, at the time, again, I'm talking as, an, as a young person, you were guaranteed lifelong income, which isn't really that exciting to a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old, uh, because you don't think past tomorrow, so who cares about long term. But there's benefits and advantages to each side, and the trick here is to match your inter- dialogue with whichever resonates with you more. So if what resonates with you more is the exciting part, being an entrepreneur and all the things I described, 
if that's if that mirrors what's happening on you on the inside, then that would be a path worth investigating. Doesn't have to be a lifelong thing. It can just be something that if you don't do, you don't want to be 90 saying, I wish I had of, right? So not that that's too old either. 90s, totally easy to start an entrepreneur venture. In fact, I have a few clients that have done that, <laughs> oddly enough, which are so inspiring to me. Um, T. T. Ross was one of them, and I can speak about him fondly now. He was a uh, musician and wrote a book at the age of 80-something, and I helped him uh, publish it, and it was amazing experience, T. Ross. He was in part of the Lawrence Welk uh, cross-country, cross-the-world um, live band, and man, stories he had to tell. So you're never too old. There's no age limit, which is another thing I love about being an entrepreneur, and there's no boss. You are your own boss. So these are the things to kind of look at really honestly and openly and say, does that resonate with me? Or maybe the employee part about stability and having the same job and having the same people pretty much around you at all times, the stability that everything's always pretty much the same. You know, you're going to go to work and the same things are going to be there for the most part. Maybe security, stability, consistency, having repetition. Maybe that is really important to you. So you are the, at the end of the day, are the one to decide which one resonates with you. Here's the great news. You can intermix them. You can have a full-time employee job because that makes you feel good and secure and you feel somewhat, some value, but not a ton, but there's something on the other side, meaning you can have a side hustle. You can have a side business. It's applauded now. It's appreciated now. It's admired by other people when you have a side hustle. It's, it's exciting. Wow. And the next generation is really just loving that and having, and they're a great example for having the side hustle. So Take advantage of the fact that society is embracing that. They didn't always, and they may not next year or in the future. So you can make up and create your own perfect solution to answering the inner entrepreneurial side hustle inventive side of you, which I call the right brain, the, the um, creative, explorative, anything goes kind of crazy, wild, exciting part of you whatever that means to you. And you can also address and um, address the left brain, which is more the employee type structure, stability, guaranteed income, um, predictability, somewhat. Okay, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this stuff. I'm ad-libbing in it. I hope I don't offend anybody. I don't mean to. I really want to inspire you to make your own career choices moving forward. If you're an entrepreneur and you feel any any nudge or urge, explore it is my message. Explore it. Go do it. Make it. Make the risk just big enough that if it fails, it doesn't crush and your house doesn't crumble apart, meaning it doesn't affect your principle. So what do I mean by that? It doesn't, you can still pay your bills next week if the new mouse trap that you just invented falls through. Does that make sense? So risk is great. And I know I've had lots of people, Tony Robbins, say to me, you have to make massive risk. And I, I get that. But massive risk means massive, massive, massive um, fall if that were to happen. Because as an entrepreneur, you don't have 
a safety net. And that's one of the things that appeals to me as, as an entrepreneur, but also makes me a little nervous. If you put all your chips in the pot and you lose, it could affect your day-to-day, I can't buy dinner kind of thing. So there's a fine line and a balance between the entrepreneur world and the day job. And the only answer for you is a customized way to look at both uh, paths. And if you're smart and you take the time to look at the pros and cons of each side, you can actually intermix the two worlds and have this amazing thing called balance in your career and your entrepreneur ventures and your stable income and, and, and. It's tricky, definitely. Where do you start? Well, I think I've explained it as well as I can in under 10 minutes, which is to have an honest look at, get some pen, a pen and paper and look at both sides, look at the pros and cons, figure out what resonates with you, what speaks to you inside. Pretend this is your last attempt to do this, meaning your last chance to really make it before you're going to hit the road running and you're going to, and by that, I mean, put an, a timeline on it. By, by saying last chance, I mean, put a timeline on it. So this month, this year, by the end of 2022, I am going to have a clear cut path on my career choices for the next 10, five, 10 years, whatever. And that will give you when you have a time frame that will give you a deadline, it's self imposed deadline, you can move it, change it, and whatnot, don't delete it. That's all. Keep it. Always have that post-it note in front of you in the office with a deadline as to when you will create that beautiful three-sentence mission plan around your your future career as an entrepreneur, whatever that may look like and be, in three sentences or less. And lastly, get a mentor. Find someone who's done what you want to do and ask them to help. This is Tracy with Anchor.fm. I hope some something along the way sparked a little interest, curiosity, sparked something in you that is going to give you joy and happiness. Bye for now.